and we're live. Well, and we're recording, which is different from being live. So true. Hello, friends. Hello. How's it going today? Good. Sean, how's your lunch? <clears throat> Sorry, I have to definitely mute while I'm eating because I know it drives Aaron bananas. It does. Mouth noises, not just not just Sean eating in general, just universally. Mouth noises drive me crazy. I think there's a there's actually a, there's a name for this. I've heard of this before. Whatever, it doesn't matter. Yeah, I was going to look it up too, but it also doesn't matter. <laughs> so what's going on? Anybody? Whoever wants to go first. Why don't you go first, Aaron? You have the most Me? exciting stuff, I think. Okay. Well, last week was a great week for Team Hammerstone. Um, so let's see. Last week, um, I gave a demo to the owner of a Laravel agency. Um, I gave him a demo of Refine and he just loved it. He said it was great. Um, very thrilled about it. Reached out to his team and Slack and told them, he's like, Hey, I'm talking to the Hammerstone guy, which was like, Oh, cool. I like how that sounds. Um, and several of them, uh, have either listened to this podcast or listened to software social or had seen it on Twitter already. And I was like, man, that's, really great that means our whole strategy is working um and actually one of the things he said was um that everything that we're like putting out is very high quality um and that speaks like that represents us very well to the community and so you know this has been our plan since like a year or two ago and to hear someone say oh, wow, your plan is working, you know, not him not knowing it was our plan. That's really encouraging. Um, so super pumped about that. And in fact, one of their clients that they're working on right now has a use for Refine. And so we added them to our Slack. So we've got um, added this guy to our Slack, gave him a license to see if it's going to work for them. And we have like this basically internal advocate at this agency who, and then I, and I gave that guy a demo as well, who really likes the product and is excited about it and wants to use it. And so that was pretty exciting and made me feel good about, you know, cause we've talked about agencies being a traction channel, made me feel really good about that. Um, so yeah, that was super exciting. One thing last week, I'm trying to think, um, there was something else that happened last week. I guess we got um we got Neil going. So our number one our number one client has gotten it integrated into his app. Sean and I met with him I think last week um before we had work and got it integrated into his app and he said uh holy shit balls boys this is amazing and so i was i was pretty excited about that um we've got neil using it we've got keith using it we've got this guy at the agency who's testing it out and seeing if they'll be able to use it their client is a nonprofit um that raised some interesting pricing questions that we can talk about but um we'll see if they're going to use it um 
So I feel like we're executing on the plan and making some progress here. Does it feel that way to you guys? Yeah. Are you done supporting Neil? Are you kind of, what's how, what's the off ramp there for that consulting ish arrangement? Um, no off ramp insight yet. Okay. We honestly haven't had to do too much support. He's run into a couple of bugs. Um, but beyond that, he's very much like, I think he's a self-taught developer as of recently, and he's incredibly talented. He just kind of figures stuff out on his own. And so one of the things Sean was saying was, you know, how do you want to like modify these components? And he was like, I just want the components myself. I just want to eject from your system and build my own components. It's like, great. Okay. Um, so I haven't had to do a whole lot, but I don't anticipate any sort of off ramp, but that's because there hasn't been a lot to do. So I don't know. I guess my question was more, once you put the the time in to help him get set up outside of the little bugs here or there, are you mm-hmm. finding that he comes back to you frequently? Like, are there holes in our mm-hmm. documentation or his understanding or has it been pretty smooth sailing? I think a little bit too soon to tell. However, one thing that he has mentioned that is a hole in the product is sorting. So we handle querying and binding users intent to the query, but we don't handle sorting and binding users intent um, on sorting to the query. And I think that's a good, like, I think that's an obvious thing that should be included within our scope. Um, But yeah, that was one hole that was in the product that he looked at and was like, I would like to have this please. So yeah, does that answer the question better? Yeah. But I I know that there are still holes in the docs, but he hasn't said anything about them yet. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, generally speaking, you were able to get him integrated and he's off to the races. Yeah. Seemingly. Yeah. Yeah. Which is a good good sign, given that time is finite, you know, (laughs) philosophically. So, yeah. Awesome. That's really, that's really great. Seems like great news. I know. Feels like great news. Feels super exciting. Feels like progress. Uh, oh, yeah. I only had two cups of coffee today. I don't know why I do that to myself. I should just commit to my three cups of coffee. But today I was like, oh, I should just have two. That was no. So I just Not bought a Zoji Rushi hot water heater thing. You know I don't what know what are? that is. I don't no. know what that is. So, okay. So we use an AeroPress to make coffee, uh-huh. which okay. I recommend. They're there's two things that we've done to make our coffee that's significantly improved the flavor. And I would have never guessed one is using this AeroPress thing. And the other is a, a burr grinder. I, I just bought it cause I needed a new grinder and it was the one recommended on wire cutter. And I used it and I was like, Whoa, my coffee tastes way better. I mean, I didn't even know that was going to be a side effect of it. Uh, cause not a coffee snob, not a coffee snob at all. But the AeroPress thing is it's nice. Both of these things have the side effect of, you can have better tasting coffee, but the primary reason I do the AeroPress is because I can make them on demand. You know, I don't have to do mm-hmm. like the whole make a whole pot of coffee, mm-hmm. yada yada. Right. So I'm adding another tool to that uh, setup, which will continue to let me to make them on demand because I'm not doing a coffee pot. I was heating up water in a tea kettle on the stove, and so in order to make a pot of coffee, or I mean a cup of coffee, I would have to go heat up this thing and then make my okay, cup. Say the say the name again slowly. 
Zoji Rushi. <laughs> That's not going to help. Zoji R-U-S-H-I. Z-O-J-I. R-U-S-H-I. J-I. Hot water. There we go. So Zoji Rushi makes a bun- bunch of coffee stuff and tea stuff. Okay. Hmm. So they have these... Uh, cool. Hot water dispensers, you just fill them up, it's a bunch of water in there, keeps it right at like coffee making temperature continuously. So now I have this set up, I just walk into my counter, full counter devoted to coffee. It's got the coffee beans in the grinder, it's got the AeroPress, it's got the Zoji Rushi thing, and I just walk up the ISO calling in conclusion, all of that is to say. I also had three cups of coffee today. Normally I would have two, but I was so excited about my new setup. I was like, I just could just walk <laughs> up here and get coffee right now. I'm gonna do it. That's, That's amazing. <laughs> That's like trouble. <laughs> Sounds amazing. <laughs> yeah, it's it's probably not it's probably not great. Um, one other thing before we move on to someone else. One other thing that happened this weekend is so. Are y'all familiar with inertia at all? Have you heard of inertia? I've heard, heard of you it. tweeting Don't about totally it. Know what it is? <laughs> okay, perfect. It's um, it is. How's the best way to describe it? It's like an adapter that sits between um, Vue and Laravel or React and Rails or Svelte and basically any front end and any back end. And it gives you um, single page application features without the pain of single page app stuff. So it handles it handles a lot of it for you. So you get to still use normal Laravel stuff and still use normal Vue.js stuff. And then inertia sits in the middle and like translates everything for you. Anyway, just recently they announced server-side rendering, which is kind of a big deal. Um, And I had worked on using Sidecar for server-side rendering. I had worked on that in like March or April, um, which is kind of, where sidecar got like solidified. They finally released it this weekend, or I guess on Friday. And so this weekend I spent some time like polishing up the implementation that I had worked on and publishing some posts. Um, And so I put out some stuff about using sidecar as your inertia um, server side rendering engine. And they did, very, very well. Um, and so it was one of those things that I had worked on a long time ago and then put down, um, and just kind of let it sit. And now that they've announced it, I picked it back up, cleaned it up a little bit and published it. And it's doing very well, both for, um, like on Twitter, but also in terms of getting people to start using sidecar, which is great. And it also ties into my Laracon talk. So I can talk about this at Laracon as well. So it's all kind of, it's all kind of coming together in a nice way. So I was very encouraged about that as well. It's awesome. You're so good at like stacking these bricks like that. Yeah. I do feel kind of like that's a, a, that's a good metaphor for what it is because it's, it's all in the same universe and it's starting to like the connections are starting to get stronger. And I feel like that's a really good, a really good thing for us. So happy to see them release it and happy that my posts and um, repos about it. were getting some traction. Yeah, that's great. Okay. That's all the updates I have. I have a couple other things to talk about, but that's all the updates I have. Cool. I guess I'll go. So, cause it kind of flows from your stuff. So the agency person that you talked to connected us with their developer. I've been talking with him. I'm going to 
talk with them like separately in a, a meeting. We're going to go through the code, but in, in conclusion, oh, nice. they need a, they, they need it to be running in view three and we're running in view two. So that sent me down a rabbit hole, but good one, I think of, um, getting our library set up so that it can be both view two and view three. There's a few ways to go about that. Uh, mostly I think the bigger projects end up just having a branch one for view two and one for view three. Mm-hmm. I don't want to do that because like, I don't know how long we're going to be supporting view two, but probably for a while. And we don't really have like the bandwidth to like properly maintain two branches. So I'm, I decided to like try really hard to see if we could build it for both with the same repo. So I ended up discovering this thing called view Demi. So basically what you do is you, you grab this package and then you import all your stuff from view Demi where you would be importing from view composition API or from view. And then uh, if you're in view three and you import from this thing and then it sits in the middle and then depending on your users, environment will decide whether it's going to um, pull from view composition API or view. So that does mean that we are sending along another dependency, but that's a worthy dependency, I think for us to have the ability to support view two and view three, and it's not a big dependency and it will go away over time. So so, so far that works really well for the non-single file components. So single file components, which I have some, cause I like writing templates, those, those use different compiling engines for view two and view three. Mm-hmm. And they have different, um, and there are also a few sort of like, like V model works a little bit differently. Events work a little differently in view three versus view two. Um, mm. There was something else, something else, but I think, so basically we're ended up with this, the, all the stuff that's not single file components. I got that working. I also got the view two build working. Oh, I ended up completely redoing our build step. So it's, it's roll up. Um, it's now we have like in our workspace, we have the, yeah, you're laughing. Cause it's yeah. like take three. <laughs> Yeah, seriously. But so now what we have is one mono repo with two. So as a developer, when I'm working on this, I want to be able to just run it and like see my changes, like as I'm working on it. Um, And so like, let's say I have a bug in view two, I need to go debug it while running view two. So I need an environment to run the app in view two. I also need an environment to run it in view three. And I'm like, hey, if I'm running this thing in view three, at this point, I might as well get Vit, which is the way I've decided to pronounce that because I've heard it pronounced that way the most. V-I-T-E. So Vit is awesome. And I think, you know, eventually we'll swap it out entirely for roll up. But since I'm in, since I'm getting view three up and running, I'm like, okay, I'm just going to use Vit for that. So I'm getting a Vit development environment set up. So I've got this mono repo with, two, three yarn workspaces. One is the library. One is the view two environment. One is the view three environment. And then there will also be tests that will run under the view two mode and tests that will run under view three mode. So, Cause that basically I got to set us up. So if we're, we're in this in between world with the rest of the view community. So I feel everybody's pain on this, then we'll be able to run tests on both of them. That way we can feel confident when we make changes that, you know, 
at least what our tests cover <laughs> is working mm-hmm. in both view two and view three. So I got really close. So basically where that's at is yeah, all the view demi stuff is working. The library builds the view two client. Um, so there's a whole rabbit hole. I won't go into the technical details of this, but again, I was trying to use view client, and again, it's not, it's not working for, cause I want to yarn basically a workspace is like yarn linking. Right. So like in the repository, so I didn't want to, um, I, I, this, this thing needs to refer to my build, like in my, in my repo that I'm working on. And it just doesn't like, the we also have this requirement where well we were so view two we were initially going to build for ie 11 right like we we're going to support that and then i decided that's ridiculous because the package size of this thing is huge and like who's using that anymore like we can do that if we need to but for now let's not do that and it just reduces the complexity of the whole build step so ta-da, we're not supporting ie 11 anymore and you know we will if it pops up and we decide that that makes sense for us business-wise so Okay, great. So now, but now when I feed it to view Cly, view Cly, uh, does not know how to interpret the, um, you know, conditional chaining operator or the mm-hmm. spread operator or whatever, because it has this old, uh, like compiler that it uses for the bundle step called acorn and it doesn't like recognize that stuff. Okay, fine. So you can tell view Cly to run it through the, uh, you could say, Hey, take my dependency and run it through your, uh, Babel basically. And that's what I did before to get it to work in mm-hmm. ViewCly. I was like, Hey, I'm building for this run my dependency through ViewCly. done. Can't do it when you yarn, when you have it in a yarn workspace, it doesn't, it doesn't work. There's probably some way to hack it together to work. But anyway, so once again, giving up on ViewCly and just going to go back to my old roll up, like dev config thing there. So that'll work with view two. So in, in conclusion, the build step works for view two that works. I just have to do this roll up thing. Then in view three, it's not working yet. And so I'm, I'm like, I've made the changes. It's doing the multiple view thing again. That's mm. come up again. And it, I woke up this morning and I think I know why, but I'm real close. I'm like real close. And if we get this set up, like at this point, I would say it's 95%. This is going to work 5% that I can't figure it out. But if I can get it to work this way, this is so much better than us maintaining multiple branches that it was worth. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, if, if it fails, if it's not possible, because there's still a few things where I'm like, I, I'm pretty sure this is going to work. Not sure. But there's probably a few things I don't know. I don't know yet. Um, mm-hmm. So if it turns out it wasn't, it's not possible, I'll just, we'll just eat it. But it seems like it was worth it. But yes, I was up till like 1 a.m. a couple times this weekend trying to like get this done as fast as possible for this Monday. So that way I could move on. Because also we're bringing on Jeff to help with the view the view stuff to take some of that off my plate so I can get back to the marketing stuff. Um, and I wanted to have him set up for that. So that way I could just, you know, let him, let him go to town. And this other, this guy, this developer that I'm going to be talking to, he might actually be interested in helping me just take this over the finish line. I don't know what his time commitment is, but it just depends. This also may be like way too complicated for me to just hand off to somebody who wants to help us for free. So <laughs> yeah, but yeah, but that's where I'm at with the view stuff, which is great. And then the, the marketing stuff, um, is, was just on hold while I was doing that, but that's coming along. I really like what we've got shaping up there. The fact that we're pretty close to a view three repo is 
kind of amazing to me. I didn't, I mean, I knew using composition would help. I didn't realize it was going to be potentially, you know, universal build. That seems huge. Yeah, I, right. I think it, it will be really helpful to us to have, to have this. Cause it's going to be, you know, I'd imagine we're doing this for the next two years, at least at, mm-hmm. like supporting the view two things. So yeah, that will be good. Either that, or we'll just be like a pain in our ass for the next two years. I don't, I don't know. We'll find out. I'm trying to make that less of a pain though. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Getting the surrounding infrastructure all set up, um, is hugely important and extremely frustrating. Like no matter, I feel like no matter what the project is, I just want to be writing the project code, but you're talking about building and yarn spaces and like getting the testing framework all set up. All of that stuff is really annoying and really frustrating. But if you don't get it set up properly, you move so slowly because you, you're constantly doing stuff manually that, takes forever yeah so i didn't want to spend any time on it at all that's why i picked view cly to begin with because it has right. this whole build thing and you can just boop, build a library uh same thing with uh with Vite and that like they have at view three there's a similar setup basically but we just are too weird i guess i, I don't know it was it's very frustrating <laughs> to it spend any time on it at all it's like not helpful to the business it's not important i mean it's it's important i have to do it but it's like so far away from actual like business stuff that will move the needle for us uh, that it's frustrating. I, I hate spending my time on it. Yeah. Um, also on testing, Dave was talking about having like a universal test runner that would test React and View 2 and presumably View 3. That seemed incredibly cool. I'm yeah, sure we're going to... I haven't had a chance to talk about it yet, but it looks amazing. Yeah, he wants to do more like end-to-end tests, so it'll be part of our test suite that'll do that, which it will be the most important part because I I personally think that those are the most important to write um, and give you the most actual coverage. So we'll have like a mono repo with the React and Vue 2 and Vue 3 um, libraries, and then it'll run this uh, this test suite, which will execute all of them. So... So, cause like if it's end to end, that means it's basically just load the whole app up and then click on it. Right. It's click testing. So I don't know exactly how we're going to, how he's going to set it up. If it'll be, I mean, it should work. Like you should be able to load it like Capybara, right? Like it doesn't care whether you have react or whatever loaded, you just load it up into a headless browser and then mm-hmm. click, click, click. So yeah, it'll be pretty great. Yeah. That's going to be amazing. So you're talking with the agency guy later about Vue 3? Yep. Nice. Yeah, I spent a while talking to him, partially about Refine and partially about um, other nerdy stuff, but he's great. I think, you know, if this works out for his client, which I really hope it does, it's going to be amazing because he's very sharp and going to be fun to have around. So hopefully it'll work out. Cool. Yeah. Colleen? Oh, yep. So tomorrow I'm meeting with um, someone who reached out in the Rails world who's interested in the Rails component. So we'll see how that goes. I'm going to see what he needs, and then I'll make a call on whether we're ready or not. I agree that what we have for Rails is feature complete as advertised. So, 
yeah, I just need to see what front end he's using and, and what his use case is. But that'll be fun because that'll be the first time I've gotten <laughs> to do that. Amazing. Yeah. So I'll let you guys know how that goes. And Velo's ready to distribute private uh, Ruby gems. I so saw that. Is he ready to do that? that? Or was he working on that? I didn't follow everything he was saying. I, I didn't read everything. I think I saw in, I can actually check. Um, you know, we subscribe. I bet you he'll be uh, yeah. ready before we're ready with our gem. Yeah. So yeah, I probably. think, I feel like he said, he, he mentioned that, that he was really close or he was almost ready to distribute. Um, ah, unlocked a SH, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's not in the public UI. Um, Got it. So he might not have merged it in yet, but um, I did see a screenshot somewhere of Ruby gems as a beta. Um, but regardless, he's got it. He's got it um, queued up. So we'll be ready to do that. Should your person yeah, be ready be to use it? Yeah. yeah. So that'll be good. Do we know anything about this person or their app or anything yet? Just a random Twitter friend. Mm-hmm. Man. Well, that's exciting. It is. I feel like it's all kind of starting to happen. Does anyone oh, yeah. feel that way? I feel like the next, yeah, absolutely. I do feel that way. So I felt like it was happening the whole time. <laughs> I mean, like, right. like I know the timeline was longer than anybody wanted, but the whole time, like, it just takes a long time to lay the groundwork for what's happening right now. Uh, so I just, that's what it, that's what it is. Like, if we'd launched the product a year ago, it would have not been to crickets, but it would have been to less, less than this, you know. For so sure. like, it is a, just a long grind to get to the point where you can do this and then hey people are sitting there ready waiting to buy and it's it's awesome that we have that because now we can actually have customers and talk to them and use that to shape what we're working on Mm -hmm. um you know rather than just guessing it's it's really great like this is going to be a great phase because we're going to be able to figure out in the next couple months like how we make like the shape of how we're going to support it the pricing like all this stuff is going to come out of this and like what are the most important features and it'll end up being a more stable product that's better fit for our customers over the next few months it's going to be great and then then we have to go past that that's the part where i've never been where it's like what is our channel that gets us past the people that listen to the podcast (laughs) you know and aaron's twitter following it may be that devrel is it and that's what we need. And that word of mouth gets us there. Cause word of mouth is real. is going to be real important for this. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe that's it. Maybe we don't have to do anything. We'll, we'll find out though. I suspect we'll plateau at, mm-hmm. at some point that less than less than more than one of us going full time somewhere. That's what less, I kind of think. Less than more than yeah. one of us going. Yeah. <laughs> Like maybe, maybe enough for one of us to be full time and then we'll, we'll kind of be plateaued is what I'm saying, but we'll see. Maybe, maybe not. Well, Sean has known all along that it's working, but Colleen and I have not, I'll speak for myself. I have not, I felt like it was going to work, but the slog really got to me. So this is, I have 100% confidence in us plus executing plus time equaling whatever the hell kind of business we want to build. Well, 
that's good to hear. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think theoretically I do too, but along the way it's been it's been there have been seasons of doubt for sure. Like, is this gonna work? But now that we're here, I feel I feel pretty good about it. So, Aaron, are you just taking someone off your list each week? Like, how are I don't you handling know. that? So that was the other thing. That was the other thing that I wanted to talk about. Um, once we got past updates, that that's an open question. So, I think. Um, go ahead. I I yeah, I have an opinion about this because I just want to take maybe one more at a time. Um, initially, I was like, ah, let's just like load five more people into this. Um, but two two reasons. One is like, okay, Jeff is just going to start, so I need to make sure that he's he's good to go. You know that he's all set up. Um, and then, so that's work on my end. I need to finish this build thing. That's work on my end. And then I don't know yet, like I want to be able to jump on the most important thing right away, either me or Jeff. Um, and it's going to be a little too chaotic if there's more than one person at a time for us to do that. You know what I mean? Um, on the other hand, you guys could convince me that this is a, this is a mistake, but okay. Let me let me just make this concrete with an example. Neil is immediately asking about theming, um, and I'm presumably he's making the style sheet work for him. Um, and then he was immediately asking about customizing components, and his choice was to fork the repo. <laughs> I don't I don't know, but he's going to love it when I push this new view two view three change. It's um, that'll be a fun fun merge for him, but. The, uh, but that's, those are two things where I'm like, should those go on my plate right now or sorting? Is that what we should be doing right now? Um, so, or should I be doing more docs for the front end? I mean, the front end in terms of how people use it, like I have not spent time with the docs cause it's like, we're going to handhold people. And, and then there's like very few things that they're going to do with it. Mostly. Right. Mostly it's going to be like one liner, put your data in here and then it does what you want. And then you just tweak the style sheet. So it looks like it fits in on your, on your tail insight or whatever. So yeah, I, I think I would like, I would like another customer. I would like only one, not a whole bunch yet. Then we can start doing groups in a little bit. How does that sound? Colleen, what, what are your thoughts on that? It's fine with me. <laughs> no strong feelings about that. I'm still kind of uh, over there, like in client world, when you th- talk about features and stuff. So I have a different opinion right. on what people are asking for. And by people, I just mean one person, one group. So I think, you know, taking it slow is there's nothing wrong with that. We've come this far. We have come this far. Um, that sounds totally fine to me. I'm on board with that. Um, okay. So I can reach out to one more person. Uh, you can just pick off the list, somebody who's using Vue 2 and Laravel. Um, so that sounds fine to me. Wrinkle, uh, or perhaps separate issue altogether, is the Nova deal. So here, here's the uh, complicating factor with Nova. So I have been working on um, a Nova package. Currently, Nova is at major version 3. Um, and it uses obviously Laravel, but it uses Vue 2 on the front end. So I've been able to just kind of like rip out 
rip apart our current package and just pack it all in and it works great. There is on the horizon a Nova Major version 4 coming. And I don't know when it's coming, but I know that it's soon. Um, and one of the things one of the things that I'm afraid of, and I know we try not to like worry too much about doing things quickly, but one of the things I am afraid of is Nova version 4 is probably going to ship with some more feature or like some more filtering features. I don't know what exactly. Um, there's no way that it could be as, you know, as intense as what we've built, but I do kind of want to get out ahead of that. Um, one to get hype and two, so that when version four releases, we already have a little bit of momentum in the Nova world. Right. Cause what I don't want to happen is version four releases. They have something that's like 75% of the way to what we have. And then we release and everybody's like, you just copied the Laravel team. And it's like, no, we've been working on this for a thousand years, but we, we released two weeks late, you know? So thoughts on that. Um, so you know that they're having more filters features in Nova four. I know that they're having more filters, but I don't know. I haven't seen a UI. I haven't seen anything. I just know that at one point he, uh, David Hemphill teased um, better filtering. Like a picture or anything? That's all the data? Just like he that's, said better filter? No, that's all, that's all that I've got. I mean, my inclination is to not care. Yeah, it doesn't feel like there's enough information to, to really care about that like is it is the juice worth the squeeze no because we don't know <laughs> like but well so we the don't view- know so we don't know yeah so is the exactly exactly and if they but see the thing is they could just introduce filtering that's as good as ours and then they introduce filtering that's as good as ours like what can we do about that nothing like that's so i don't know i think um what would what what would you, what would be your plan like if if we were going to try and like address this and soften the blow if there's a blow what what was what would be your plan I would reach out to the list but primarily there's one person in my DMs that was asking if it's available for Nova and I would reach out to that person and say yes it's available for Nova here's the beta come join our Slack let's get the Nova thing going. Oh, so make that the next customer and then focus on Nova integration. Um, I don't know. Yes, make that the next customer. Perhaps make that a next second customer. So we would do two two things at once. So we would grab a next customer for Laravel View 2 and simultaneously grab this guy for Nova. Um, because I don't think there's going to be anything on your plate Sean for Nova because it is so rigid um, and all Nova apps look the exact same. I don't think there's going to be any front end stuff. Of course I could be wrong, but that's my thought. Yeah. My guess is you're probably wrong because the customer will, will probably want, you know, be like Neil or whatever. Oh, I guess so. They don't have to worry about theming. They don't have to worry about, they can't replace any of the components. Exactly. Uh, If they want sorting, like, Okay, yeah, that's on our list. That's on the roadmap. Nova provides sorting. And Nova provides sorting. So, you know, of the things that we know that could be requested, probably not going to come up. 
Yeah. So it is like if something does come up, that is a huge pain in the ass for us because we don't know how to go from easily go from my build, my view to build to works in Nova. <laughs> but that's something that Jeff and I talked about and kind of like planned a little bit and have like an idea for how we might make that actually work for you. Um, so that could be something that Jeff could help with. So I think we could do it. I think we could do it. I think we could do both at the same time. Yeah. That would, that would be my preference. And a a little bit of it is I recognize is, you know, fear of loss aversion or whatever, but I would like to have the Nova train going before their major version four comes out. And I will say major version four is going to be a big change. And there may be hundreds of people that don't upgrade their version three apps to V4. So it may not be, it may not be anything other than a perception thing, but I would still like to have a little bit of momentum before they get going. If that makes sense. If only for honestly, like public perception, like that's, I want to, I want to, be able to provide filtering for Nova before they come along and say, look, we have filtering for Nova. And I think that for some reason that's important to me. Okay. I mean, yeah, I trust your sense on like whether that's going to resonate with your audience and be, you know, useful work for us. Yeah. Sounds good. Okay. So maybe you and I will talk offline about what you and Jeff talked about. Um, sure. Just in terms of the technical details. So we don't bore everyone, but that's kind of Too late. Thoughts. I already yeah. did that. <laughs> um, Colleen, did you have any thoughts about Nova or anything like that? No. Nope. The burden of that falls on you guys. So, of okay. course, I'm going to say, yeah, you should do it. But you guys <laughs> have to decide if you can do that or not. Okay, cool. All right. Well, Sean, we'll talk later. Um, so, the original question was, what's the next step? So, the next steps are, I will reach out to somebody about a standard Laravel View 2 Sean and I will talk about Nova and then I'll reach out to the guy who asked me about Nova and I'll tell him, yes, it's ready. Also, of course, Neil, Neil uses Nova. He uses um, Nova on the back end, so we can tell Neil he can start using the Nova package as well. I forgot about that. Um, okay, cool. Yeah. So uh, I guess one other thing I wanted to bring up is, the pace that I'm currently maintaining is not sustainable. Like my energy is fine. That's not the issue. It is that it is a deliberate calculated with conversations with Beth sacrifice of family time at the moment for me to do this. And the plan is to do it up through Laracon and probably like the, you know, the week after week or two after or something like that. Like Beth is adding extra time to go pick up Isaac when I would normally be doing that and giving me that time back. And like I'm doing work on weekends and not hanging out with either of them and same thing on, you know, nights, although conveniently inconveniently, but conveniently in this case, Beth had a COVID exposure and Isaac school has this rule where she has to like wear a mask all the time in the house. And she like lives in the basement basically. So she's essentially like isolating herself from me. So it's not like I would have been hanging out with her anyway. (laughs) So I'm just upstairs. I'm like, well, I might as well do work. That's a <laughs> So what you're saying is her loss is our gain, basically. <laughs> yeah, like I, I Sorry, would Beth. have had this time anyway. <laughs> but uh, but that's temporary, and she's going to keep doing this 
um, through through the month and then in February and stuff. But yeah, like that's just I can't I can't keep doing that. So we'll have to. But right now we are at a like I'm doing this because it's a high leverage moment. So I'm trying to like put dump my time into it that I can. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, we'll have to just keep that in mind and like kind of readjust expectations for what we're going to be able to do come February. And then that would also depend on how much money we're making and we can give to contractors and how much we think we should give to contractors and you know, all that stuff is going to come up. Right. Yeah. Okay. Good to know. I agree. Um, for, I, I agree for you and I agree for me, um, that this is kind of a high intensity moment. Um, and after, honestly, after Laracon, I'm probably going to crash pretty hard because I have on top of that, the, the jitters of getting ready to prepare or getting ready to present. So, um, yeah, we'll have a discussion post Laracon about if we want to take a little bit of a break or how we're going to handle that, but that's good to know. So work is my job is actually in a similar space as well. So it's awesome. I'm having to maintain this level of energy for this and for that at the same time. But it's crazy. I've never been in the situation where I'm working 70 hour weeks, but I don't hate myself. I mean, I wouldn't want to do this. This is not good for my health, you know, forever. But previous times where I've worked this much, it was just like, I, I was so resentful, but I don't have any of that. It's kind of crazy. Like it's interesting because I burned out in the past and I can tell I'm not going to here. Like I'm not in that, in that trajectory. Oh, I, I know I'll be tired, but then I'll just take a little break and I will feel rested and feel fine again. That's different than burnout. Um, so yeah, well, I don't know. That's just throwing that out there. Like that's interesting to me. Never happened before. Sounds like a big positive. <laughs> yeah. Colleen, how's your energy level? Fine. You're just, you're just like, <laughs> I got things to do. Yeah. Coffee Colleen. Seriously. <laughs> Sunny California Colleen. Oh. She's, everything's great. Yeah. I, I mean, you know, this is my job. So my situation is a little different. Of course, like some of the, you know, the specific stuff isn't. I think there'll be a bit of a push to get this out on rails, but um, no conflicts at this great. time. The biggest conflict we're going to have, and we'll deal with this when we have to, is the new cool front end thing that the client really wants soon. Mm. And we'll have to, we'll have to powwow on that, Sean. Okay. What is that? The, the zoom in, the zoom in, the filter and a filter thing, (laughs) the filter and a filter, um, UI, which how fun was our jam session yesterday? Would you call that fun? (laughs) I would call that fun. I can tell you did not find it quite as fun, but it was awesome. (laughs) Oh, yeah, we're getting there. I mean, I was, it was funny. I would have texted you, but it was like 11 p.m. your time. I was watching the Georgia-Alabama game last night thinking about it. Like, I was like, oh, There you go. Totally got to have a filter condition that we can slot in as a filter refinement. It's going to be great. (laughs) That's what I'm talking about. Oh, my gosh. I'm going to start dreaming about this soon. (laughs) Yeah, let's have. I am 100% dreaming. Code. Okay, that, great. It's state. not yeah. just. Like, oh no, I totally me. have done that. Is this normal? <laughs> no, it's not normal, but I've done it too. <laughs> um. Yeah. So I think that's all. That's all moving forward in the right direction. 
Uh, yeah, so just the UI thing is going to be the next big thing. There's other there's other things still in the way of that. So I'm hoping I'm hoping the timing of that works out, so we don't kill Sean. But TBD. Okay, unless anyone has anything else, we'll call it there. Okay.